You know, the word whiskey, which is a lovely word, <laughs> comes from the Gaelic Ishkabaha, which means water of life. Now, there was a, a Dublin street ballad in the last century about a builder's laborer by the name of Tim Finnegan, who who fell from a lather and broke his skull. And they had a wake for him. And at this wake, there was lots of Ishkabaha, or water of life. There was also lots of fighting, drinking, dancing, everything, you know. Anyway, uh, we're going to sing the song, the ballad filling its wake. Tim Finnegan lived in Walken Street, a gentle Irishman, mighty hearted, a beautiful brogue, so rich and sweet. Rise in the world, he carried a heart. You see, in a sort of a tippling way, with a love for the liquor, poor Tim was born. To help him on with his work each day, he'd drop of the crater every morning. And wake up the dino, dance to your partner, with the glory of color shake. Well, the truth, I tell you, lots of fun at Finnegan's wake. One morning, Tim got rather full, his head fell to me, which made him shake. From a leather and he broke his skull and they carried him home his corpse to wake. Roll him up in a nice sheet and laid him out upon the bed. A gallon of whiskey at his feet and a bottle of port were at his head. And whack on the dino, dancey a partner, well, the glory of colors shake. Wasn't it the truth? They told you lots of fun at Finnegan's wake. His friends assembled at the wake and Mrs. Finnegan called for lunch. First she brought in tea and cake, then pipes, tobacco and whiskey punch. Biddy O'Brien began to cry, such a nice clean corpse did you ever see? Tim O'Born, you know how you did you die? Yeah, hold your gobs and Paddy Mickey. Oh, hey! Well, the Dano dance to your partner, well, the floor, your cutter's shake. Wasn't it? The truth, I told you, lots of fun at Finnegan's wake. Then Maggie O'Connor took up the job, of Biddy she see her wrong, I'm sure. Biddy gave her a belt and the gob and left her sprawling on the floor. Then the war did soon engage, woman to woman and man to man. Today the law was all the rage and her Oh, and eruption soon began. Hey, heck, the dino dance to your partner, well, the floor, your cutter's shake. Wasn't it the truth? I told you lots of fun at Finnegan's wake. Then McGee Maloney raised his head when a nugget of whiskey flew at him. It missed and fallen on the bed, the liquor scattered over Tim. Tim revived, see how he rises. Timothy rising from the bed. Said, what'll your whiskey around like blazes? Tanaman deal, do you think I'm dead? Oh, hey, come the Dano, dance to your partner, well, the glow your colors shake. But the truth, I told you, lots of fun at Finnegan's away. That was the Clancy Brothers and Dubliners joining together to sing the traditional Irish ballad, Finnegan's Wake. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bostead, and that story, Finnegan's Wake, has inspired so many people, most notably, I think, James Joyce, of course, in his, well, I was going to say famous, but to my mind, also somewhat impenetrable book of the same name. And I want to read just a little bit of The Skeleton Key to Finnegan's Wake by Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell is a writer who really uh, popularized the idea of the hero's journey. He wrote a lot of books about mythology. In the Skeleton Key to Finnegan's Wake, he says, Tim Finnegan of the old vaudeville song is an Irish sod carrier who gets drunk, falls off a ladder, and is apparently killed. His friends hold a death watch over his coffin. During the festivities, someone splashes him with whiskey, at which Finnegan comes to life again and joins the general dance. Finnegan's fall from the ladder is Lucifer's fall, Adam's fall, the setting sun that will rise again, the fall of Rome, a Wall Street crash. It is Humpty Dumpty's fall and the fall of Newton's apple, and it is every man's daily recurring fall from grace. By Finn's coming again, Finn again, in other words, by the reappearance of the hero, strength and hope 
are provided for mankind. Well, it's easy to see why that theme, such a simple-seeming song, would grab the imagination of James Joyce. And that book that he wrote, Finnegan's Wake, has grabbed the imagination of so many people, including composer Stephen Albert, whose music I'll be featuring today, and who, well, I think his best works really are influenced by James Joyce. One of those works is the Symphony No. 1, River Run, for which he won the Pulitzer Prize. Let's have a listen to the National Symphony Orchestra performing the first movement of Symphony No. 1 by Stephen Albert. This is Mrs. Rostropovich conducting.
River Run past Eve and Adam, from swerve of shore to bend of bay. The first word, River Run, is the inspiration for the first symphony by Stephen Albert. We heard the first movement performed there by the National Symphony Orchestra with Mrs. Rostropovich conducting, and that is the first sentence of Finnegan's Wake. So as I was saying, this is a huge influence on composer Stephen Albert. And I'm featuring the music of Stephen Albert because he's a really great composer, of course. Uh, most of the composers on Relevant Tones are. That's kind of a... A prerequisite. But, you know, I think that he's not as well known as he should be. And a large reason for that is that his life was cut tragically short in 1992 in a car accident on Cape Cod. And I think that we would have so much more music than we do. His cello concerto is recorded by Yo-Yo Ma, won a Grammy Award. Uh, the first symphony that we just heard part of won a Pulitzer Prize. And this is a composer who was doing really great things and also was, by all accounts, a, a just a heck of a nice guy. And it's noteworthy that when he died, the composer community really rallied around him. A composer named Sebastian Courier orchestrated the second symphony, which was unfinished at the time of Albert's death, and really as a labor of love did that. Composer Christopher Rouse, who is now the composer in residence with the New York Philharmonic, wrote a really wonderful in memoriam to Stephen Albert, the Adagio movement, the second movement of his Symphony Number no. 2. And really, you know, in a world, a fairly academic world in which composers often compete with each other, we have this guy that was just kind of doing his own thing. He didn't pay attention to musical trends. He didn't pay attention to styles so much. He, he wrote what he wanted to write, and he spoke from the heart, and it touched an awful lot of people. Let's have a listen to this beautiful in memoriam by Christopher Rouse. 
This is movement two of symphony number two, Christoph Eschenbach leading the Houston Symphony Orchestra.
Very beautiful music there, the Adagio, the second movement of Symphony No. 2 by Christopher Rouse. That's in memoriam, Stephen Albert. We heard Christoph Eschenbach leading the Houston Symphony. And when you first hear the opening of that, those uh, very striking chords, you probably think, what, this is, this is a, an in memoriam? <laughs> but that's actually what Christopher Rouse is really known for. He wrote a lot of string quartets inspired by heavy metal music. And uh, his music, while well, it was very tempestuous and often angry, and uh, I think that he was... He was a very close colleague of Stephen Albert's, so there's there's grief, absolutely, in that second movement, but there's also anger, and there's also Christopher Rouse's personal composition style very much in evidence. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today, music by, and dedicated to, Stephen Albert. In a moment, we'll have Albert's To Wake the Dead, a monumental piece for a singers and chamber orchestra inspired by James Joyce's seminal Finnegan's Wake. You can find out more information about Relevant Tones on Facebook or on our website. Relevanttones.com. In 1939, James Joyce published his final book, Finnegan's Wake, based on an old Irish tale, a ballad of Tim Finnegan, a lad who liked his liquor, uh, who drinks too much one day, falls off the side of a house and brains himself, is apparently dead. But then at his wake, the revelers spill whiskey on his corpse, and he instantly jumps to life and joins in the festivities. It's a uh, kind of a humorous tale, um, a simple tale, and yet in the hands of James Joyce, it becomes so much more. It becomes this giant metaphor for the fall and redemption of humankind, and it's inspired so many people, including composer Stephen Albert, in his piece, To Wake the Dead. Albert himself never claimed to have read the entire book. I'm not sure how many people have. In fact, if, if you have and you understood it, you email me, let me know. <laughs> I'd like to hear from you. Uh, but although the poetry is dense, although the prose is difficult to read, it's widely considered to be among the most beautiful prose ever written. And we all know that there are passages of just stunning beauty in the book. And so what Albert did is he would open the book at random and find passages that tickled his fancy and then set them to music. And the result is this incredible, uh, at times ribald, raucous cornucopia, a really fantastic piece. We're going to hear the entire piece, which is wonderful that we get to feature it in its entirety. This is Christopher Kendall and the 20th Century Consort, Lucy Shelton, Soprano, performing To Wake the Dead by Stephen Albert.
What a finish. Striking music by Stephen Albert. To Wake the Dead in its entirety. Performed there by Christopher Kendall and the 20th Century Consort with Lucy Shelton, soprano. And that is, in fact, the first recording that was made. So it was done under the composer's supervision. So kind of a historical recording there. And you have a very wonderful opportunity to see this piece performed live. Don't miss this because it's a great chance. The Maverick Ensemble will be performing it on Thursday, May 23rd and Saturday, May 25th at 7.30 p.m. at the Ukrainian Institute of Modern Art. 
Who will be singing that very difficult vocal part? Julia Bentley will be doing it, and she is fantastic. So this will be a great performance. Again, that's Thursday, May 23rd, Saturday, May 25th at 7.30 p.m. at the Ukrainian Institute of Modern Art. More information at maverickensemble.org. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McWhorters at WFMT, with special thanks to Brett Lewis. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, Carol Joins and Abby O'Neill, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm your host, Seth Bostead, and thank you very much for listening.